Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Terminator Dark Fate. We are, this is the last chapter in our Terminator movie marathon. It's the sixth and final chapter. This film was directed by Tim Miller, who is coming off the success of the first Deadpool film. It's produced by the returning James Cameron. And along with James Cameron, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton are returning to this franchise. Um, And they're joined by Mackenzie Davis, um, Natalie Reyes, and Gabriel Luna. And... Honestly, I'm going to get this right out the way, right out the gate. This is the worst film out of all six Terminator films. This is the worst one. Uh, it, it really is. I I did not like this film really from beginning to end because this came out during the whole like Me Too movement and, you know, the inclusion of the Latin community and all these other people being included and representation and everything like that. I I, I saw this as a big publicity stunt. And apparently the audience did too because this was the biggest this was the biggest financial bomb of the year and it from a storytelling aspect this movie didn't make sense at all it really didn't um they tried like just like Genesis they tried to retcon everything basically this movie takes place after the events of Terminator 2 after John and Sarah and the Terminator say you know kill the T1000 they able to fix Arnold Schwarzenegger because instead of lowering him into the steel, and which is one of the saddest moments of all time, um, they're able to fix him. And then they're out like a family on the beach having a couple of drinks. And then for some reason, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator all of a sudden reverts back to his original programming and kills John Connor. And I was like, wait, what? And then without ex- without any explanation, without any further of you know anything further to add to that the film jumps ahead 25 years and it's like okay you know you're you're i'm i'm expecting all hell to break loose because john connor's dead now so terminator so the bombs should fall and the machines rise and now we're just this utopia of fucking machines running the world right that's what we are that's what we should have become right no it hasn't because the bombs haven't dropped yet. So at this factory in Mexico, a girl by the name of Danny Ramos, played by uh, Natalie Reyes, uh, is being attacked or is being targeted by this random person, by this random person who turns out to be a futuristic Terminator, uh, the Rev-9, played by uh, Gabriel Luna. He's basically the Terminator. He's basically the T-1000, the T-800, and uh, all the Terminator bad guys mixed into one. And just like they do before, they send somebody to protect uh, Danny from the Rev-9. They send uh, Mackenzie Davis, plays a augmented soldier, a su- basically a super soldier, an and- a human with machine parts in her, kind of similar to Sam Worthington and Terminator Salvation by the name of Grace to intercept the Rev-9 and protect Danny at all costs. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. So they killed John Connor and replaced him with a girl. They erased Kyle Reese and replaced him with another girl. And then to throw in from to throw in some nostalgia, they're being helped by another girl 
in Linda Hamilton, who basically served no purpose now. You know, she has really have nobody to protect. But no, they kind of backdoored her way. They opened the back door for her to come in here because Terminators for the past 25 years have been dropping out of the sky back in time from 1991 to 2019. And I said, wow. And then, if that wasn't fucking foolish enough, they run into Carl, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator, who is still alive and has aged uh, to what he looks like now. But now he goes by Carl, who is living as an interior decorator in Laredo, Texas, married with a wife. Our relationship is not physical. Huh? What? Am I what? I, it took me three days to watch this movie. Because I was getting pissed off the more I watched it. I was like, what the fuck? So you mean to tell me that this Terminator felt bad about what happened in 1991 after killing John Connor. Sunk into a depression. Got out of that depression when he married his wife. And I'm using quotations when I say that. And becomes an interior decorator living in Laredo, Texas. Really? This is the Terminator story that they want to tell. And the fact that this movie takes place in Mexico and nobody says hasta la vista, baby, at all. Yeah, this is the worst fucking movie of the entire franchise. It really is. Um, I, 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 didn't, I didn't get it really at all. The whole idea of having a f- these females who can pull it off or who have to be these badasses. You know, it, I don't want to say it started with this film, but this was another one of those movies. The women, in order to pull this off, the woman has to the woman has to be both vulnerable and badass at the same time. Now, Mackenzie Davis gives an amazing performance. That's the only good thing about this film is that Mackenzie Davis's performance is actually worth it. She plays the super soldier. She plays basically the super soldier and everything like that. But her performance is really good. Her character arc makes no sense really at all, and everything like that. But her performance is really good. Like her, you know, I don't even know if that makes sense when I say that. Her performance is really good. Her character arc just fucking sucks and it doesn't make any sense really at all. Because she has no connection to Danny. It's a mission. And I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to emulate and do what they did in Terminator 2 by having the human and the term, the human and the machine coexist. And that worked in Terminator 2 because it's still a machine. Grace, Mackenzie Davis's character, is still technically human. And she's kind of arguing with this teenager who doesn't really understand what's going on. But it's not the same type of teenager. The teenager of the 90s is vastly different from the teenager of the 2010s. Two different eras and two different types of way of life and everything like that. And so it's like, that's why it doesn't make sense. The action sequences and Mackenzie Davis's performance are basically the only good things about this film. Gabriel Luna as the Rev-9 looked menacing. He had a menacing look and feel to him. But he's basically a carbon copy of what Robert Patrick had already done. And, and, and you know, it really didn't make a whole lot of sense why. Like, his action sequences look cool. Like, the fight sequences look cool with him in it. But... Like I said, he's just a, a copy and paste of Robert Patrick. Um, 
Natalie Reyes's performance as Danny Ramos was okay, but it wasn't really believable. Like, I don't believe that this girl is going to be the new John Connor. You know, she didn't really accept it. She doesn't really, you know, she understands the concept of peace and harmony with the machines. But, you know, it's like, okay, I see what you're going for, but you're not getting there, you know, and you're not making it believable. How can I rally behind somebody like that if they don't really feel it at all? Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton in the movie are just there for nostalgic purposes. They, instead of saying, you know, from the director of Deadpool, they kept saying, uh, from producer James Cameron. And I said, okay, but I don't know, man, this movie really didn't do a whole lot. It didn't do it for me at all. Like, I'm not saying a woman can be badass, but it's like they're trying too hard here. If you go back and look at the first two Terminator films, Linda Hamilton nails the character because she's both vulnerable and badass at the same time. In part one, she's vulnerable because she doesn't understand what's going on. In Terminator 2, she's badass because she she's already lived through it. You know, look at Sigourney Weaver in Aliens. Look at Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Look at um, Charlize Theron in Atomic Blonde and in Mad Max Fury Road. Look at Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman. Like the woman can be badass and lead the, and take charge and everything like that, but when it feels forced and contrived, and and set up in this type of way, it comes across as like, all right, I see what you're trying to do here. Instead of natural being natural and organic at at some point, it 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 come like I said, it comes across as forced. And when it's forced, you know, you, you can't force somebody to eat your food because then it makes it unpleasing, no matter how good it actually is. Because they have to want it. Like, it has to be appeasing to them in a way that is... It's got to be inviting, enticing. You have to grab our attention with this trailer, but you didn't. You know, the only thing that grabbed our attention was the fact that you have the three people who made this franchise what it is in Cameron, Schwarzenegger, and Hamilton. And the fact that they tried to reboot this film... But then basically take a massive shit on the original two films at the same time. It's like, why, why would anybody care? And I didn't really understand why they would go that route. The whole Latin community being accepted into this film and being you know, represented in this film. That I understand, you're, you're, I understand that that's what you wanted and that's what you got. Because it's like, all right, cool. We finally got our representation. But yet... This movie bombed at the box office. Nobody really saw it. You know, Natalie Ramos, I don't, like, Natalie Reyes, I couldn't tell you anything that she had done prior to this or after this. Gabriel Luna, same thing. Gabriel Luna hasn't made a movie since 2019. He plays Tommy in The Last of Us, and he's in the new Netflix series, Fubar, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it's like... We got the representation that everybody was so yearning for, but the the movie as a whole just fucking sucked. Like I said, the only good things about this film are some of the action is pretty good. You have a somewhat decent performance from Gabriel Luna, who's the main villain, and the only shining spot is Mackenzie Davis. That's really it. Nothing about this film is really good because they take a shit. They did they total the total lack of respect and disrespect that they give to the original two films is so disrespectful to fans of the franchise. People who are casual moviegoers are going to look at this film like, what the fuck is going on? Like, are we telling this story or are we telling another story? It doesn't make sense. And I think 
that's why this whole film really didn't work at all. And then that's why at this time, I mean, the Terminator franchise again has to go back to square one because now all the sequels that were planned for this storyline are canceled once again. So it's like, what the hell? And now, supposedly the movie rights are going to go back to James Cameron, but with the success he's having with Avatar, I don't think he's going to come. I don't think he's going to make another uh, film. To be honest, they either, if they're going to continue, if they're going to do another Terminator film, just reboot the entire thing. Tell the first story or telling a brand new story, but with brand new people. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator, and it's probably one of his best films. It's time to move on. They need to go in another direction and everything like that. Linda Hamilton, same thing. Fantastic performance as as Sarah Connor in part one, two. And this one, too. Dark Fate was, wasn't... She wasn't bad in this film, but she, would, she didn't really stand out as much. Um, and, you know, it's time for this nostalgia. You can put the nostalgia back in the box because we've had enough of it at this point with this franchise because... Like I said in my other films, like I said in my other reviews for these films, after three is when they really started to kind of fall apart. Salvation was an attempt to go in another direction, but because of the production, but because of the behind the scenes production, you know, problems and then the Halicon company going out of business, that movie ultimately fails. And then Genesis trying to reboot, but then, you know, completely failing. And then this one trying to retcon everything again and totally failing it once more, it just tells you that, all right, if you're going to do a Terminator film, just reboot the entire thing. Don't do a retcon. Just tell a different story or tell the same story just with different people. And, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm not sure where the, the, the future is not set for this film, <laughs> which is ironic for this, this franchise in particular and everything like that. But as they say in the movie, there's no fate but what we make for ourselves. And I think the Terminator franchise, the last three films, Salvation, Genesis, and now Dark Fate, were all disappointing because they were all trying to reboot the series. Well, Salvation was trying to end the series. Genesis tried to reboot, and it didn't work. Dark Fate tried to re retcon, and it didn't work really at all either and everything like that. And overall, this is a very underwhelming film. And if I had to rank... The, if I had to rank the Terminator films from best to worst, they're already done doing that. Because they go, I think Terminator 2 is the best one. And then Terminator 1, and then 3, 4, 5, 6. In that order. And everything like that. Like, it, it, I, don't, I really didn't understand where they, where, they, where they could possibly go at this point. But I was intrigued by it because you're bringing back James Cameron, you're bringing back Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're bringing back Linda Hamilton. So, you know, something's got to give here. And unfortunately, the nostalgia was just there for that purpose. It didn't serve the film really anything because they're telling the story from another person's perspective altogether. However, they're sacrificing the integrity and the ingenuity of the, of the first two films, which fucking sucks, and they didn't need to do that. Overall, this movie sucks. If you have to watch it, go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. This movie fucking sucks. I wouldn't watch it again. Like I said, it took me three days to watch, to get through this film because I was just getting mad. The more I thought about it, the more that what I saw what they were trying to do and everything like that. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen at this point, but I just wish this... I, I think this franchise is done for now. Like, honestly, just let it let it go. 
they can keep doing the video game stuff, keep doing like, I don't know about spinoff series, but the video games are pretty cool and everything like that. But um, as far as the movies go, I think we can call it a day here. Six movies in the can and, you know, we are perfectly fine. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in, in, on, in the future. Uh, but anyways, guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Oh, excuse me. Make sure you follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Uh, let me know what you guys thought about Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, where do you rank it as far as the whole... Uh, Terminator franchise. Uh, what did you think of it? Let me know. Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse Twenty One. Um, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Um, Memorial Day weekend is coming up this weekend. There's not a whole lot to watch. I know the little the live action Little Mermaid comes out this weekend, but to be honest, I'm not all that hyped up to see it really at all. I've been watching some. Movies that have been dropping on, on the the streaming services, like I just watched Dungeons and Dragons. I did that episode. I've already reviewed Fast uh, 10, so definitely check that out. Um, I am looking forward to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse or Across the Spider-Verse that comes out next Friday. So that is definitely what I'm looking forward to. I probably will be covering the first film, Into the Spider-Verse. And then as well as I wanted our next movie marathon, and I've already confirmed this with... Uh, everybody here our next movie marathon will be transformers as we cover all six of the transformers films leading up to transformers rise of the beast uh, which comes out i think in about two or three weeks Uh, so be on the lookout for that be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast and of course as always guys be sure to embrace your inner madness